This episode of Pop Punk and Pizza is sponsored by the All Punked Up podcast. If you're looking for a music-related podcast that covers all of the happenings from around the scene we all know and love, then look no further, because the All Punked Up podcast brings you just that. So each week, the hosts from All Punked Up bring a dose of news from around the scene while digging into hard-hitting topics that most would rather just kind of shy away from. So if you're a lover of pop punk, rock, and alternative music, then this podcast is one one you're going to have to check out. The All Punked Up podcast is now available on all podcast streaming platforms. So listen wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please give the All Punked Up podcast a listen after you're done listening to this episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm going out. I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up. I'm telling you. Listening to Pop Punk and Pizza with Jacques Lamour. Hello and welcome. I'm Jacques Lamour. I am so grateful to have you here as always. Uh, school is in session today with Gage Voda from West Virginia based band Stage Moms. And I say schooled because I feel like we learn a lot about Mounds, uh, excuse me, Moundsville. West Virginia, which is where Stage Moms is from. I end up asking Gage a lot of questions about the area because um, in their latest music video for their song 231, um, there's a lot of interesting clips from their hometown of Moundsville uh, that I found interesting, like the uh, the old state penitentiary and, and things like that. So um, we dive into that. And most importantly, we dive into talking about their brand new EP, their second EP, which is dropping tomorrow, if you're listening to this, on March 11th, um, uh, which is being released tomorrow, March 12th, and it's called Almost Heaven, It Feels Like Hell, and that'll be available on all streaming platforms, so make sure you give that a listen when uh, it actually does become available. So let's get to it, Gage, the lead vocalist of Stage Moms. Gucci. <laughs> Gucci. So what does that mean when you're Gucci? Like, is that a reference to like the rapper or is that a reference to like the clothing? I think it just means like you're good. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I know okay. it means you're good, but like, I always no, just wonder I mean, like, like Gucci is like a hot, like a good company. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always thought. No, I know. I'm just, uh, That's funny. I'm I'm asking a stupid question, um, but it, it's great to have you here. Um, you are the lead vocalist of Stage Moms from Moundsville, uh, West Virginia, and Stage Moms. The man, when I think of Stage Moms, I literally think of when I was in a band and I was super young, and I would think of like maybe the the moms that were all a part of our band like our moms you know or even getting a little older and some of we play shows with some of the younger bands and 
like their whole like all their moms would be there like helping them bring in you know their drum kit like brandon be careful with that snare i just paid for it you know and that kind of that kind of thing where does the name come from so like it comes from um I, it's literally the stupidest story so i was uh <laughs> i was a plant i was a planet fitness and uh I had, um, I'd work out right before I worked and I had a little bit of time. So I was just like relaxing, like chilling, changing in the, um, locker room. And I got on Facebook and was just like mindlessly scrolling. And I, I saw a post that uh turnover was touring in, um, Australia, I think it was. And they were touring with a band called hockey dad. And I was like, that is the stupidest name ever. I love it. So I was like, dude, what's next dance moms. And then I was like, Oh shit, she's stage moms. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I forgot about, I had, I feel like I've heard of hockey dad. Yeah. They're, they're cool. I, um, I love the name. Like I love stupid band names. I think they're the best. They're the, it's so funny, but, um, yeah, I I never listened to them until I did an interview with uh, I think I did the uh, emo social club and uh, okay podcast and we were talking about it and they were like yeah you should check out Hockey Dad because I've never listened to him and I checked him out and I was like oh this is like sick like I really like this <laughs> so kind of like it went weirdly full circle with it yeah emo social club obviously focusing more on on emo music I I know um. I know them and you know we we I actually I was on their podcast last year and uh really really nice people um and they were talking about or, or anytime I've actually listened because you know I've obviously listened to their podcast as well I'm always hearing like names I've never heard of like who wh- who are these bands like who are they who who are they talking about who is Lizzie talking about like there's all the times I'm like discovering these weird artists and uh it's kind of cool yeah that's like what the whole i feel like that's the cool thing about like all these different podcasts is like it kind of like just turns into like a big melting pot of like oh i've never heard of this band i'll check them out and back and forth yeah so that's, really that's, cool. that's literally what it's like but yeah i did say that you were on emo social club which is awesome so um so i'm glad uh glad stage moms is is getting you know, starting to get some, some decent press out there, man, because, uh, you guys deserve it. Thank you. Yeah, we're definitely trying. (laughs) I mean, you're a relatively new band though. I mean, starting in 2019 and I, I did read that you actually, you, was it just you or other members from stage moms were in a different band and you, and you quit and you tried to live a quote unquote normal life. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, uh, Grayson, our guitarist and I were in a band. It was like a folk punk band. Like we called it pop folk cause it wasn't quite folk punk and it kind of like hinted at like pop punk stuff, but it was called down they fall. And, um, yeah, I tried to become a normie. <laughs> and so the next logical step was once the band broke up, I opened up a opened up a venue. So <laughs> it wasn't too normie, but uh I was gonna yeah. say, I mean that's not terribly normie, but you know, normie <laughs> as far as trying not to like pursue a career in music per se, right? Yeah, for sure. So you opened up a music venue. Um like so that would have been when was that exactly? Uh, we opened up in 2018. Okay. Now with the pandemic, what's what's up? What's the story? 
So we closed in, um, we had to close permanently in uh, April 2019. So about a year ago. Um, yeah, our landlord kind of forced us out. And then obviously, like, if she didn't, the lease was up because we just went year by year. And um, the lease was up at the end of September. And like, I wanted to still like do another one, but I was kind of like, I had a bunch of health issues at the time. So I was kind of like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, we, we really wanted to do it, but we just like, I couldn't really be there cause I was always in the hospital and stuff. So like, it was kind of like up in the air and then the pandemic was definitely just the final nail in the coffin. And, um, like that's just closed for good now. So what was the, the name of your, your venue? It was called Thunderbirds. Thunderbird. Okay, that that's where your I saw your logo on Zoom before we uh, got yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, that's like logo. That that's a uh, very hockey looking. Oh yeah, the um. So I live I live in St. Clairsville, Ohio, but the band's based out of Moundsville, West Virginia. Okay, because we live in a tri-state area of Ohio, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania, and it's just called like the Ohio Valley. But like Mounds or Thunderbirds was in Moundsville, but it got the name because uh, the next town over, it's like the biggest town in the valley, is called Wheeling, West Virginia. And they had a team called the Wheeling Nailers, which is a ECHL hockey team. And before that, they were called the Wheeling Thunderbirds. Oh, oh, gotcha. So that's where the name comes from. Yeah. So, and obviously, I, I knew you guys were into hockey because I've seen your some of your promo pictures, uh, yeah. like right in front of a <laughs> right in front of a, a goal there, a hockey goal. So yeah. I assume do you do you play or does everyone play hockey in the band? Uh, I I played for sixteen years, but I don't play anymore. Oh, wow. Damn. And then um, I know Dom or not dom drew is uh really into hockey but i don't think anyone ever played other than me okay. our old drummer used to play roller hockey but i was the only one who played ice so what what do you miss about hockey oh dude i miss it so much like i uh i i like it's kind of weird because in some ways like it's weirdly similar as like touring and stuff because i played for like a travel team so like we'd always like play like tournaments and stuff where like you just go like to New York for like a few days and then you go to like South Carolina or like we went to Canada once and it was like it was like you were always on the road and I think that not always on the road but like always on the go I mean and that was kind of like where I think I first kind of got the love for being on the on the road and then um it's like obviously hockey's just the best thing ever. So I miss like playing it. Obviously, <laughs> I actually. Oh, so, sorry. What you... No, I was just gonna say what happened with with your. I mean, I don't know if you were trying to make it a career or or. Oh no! Nah, just no. playing like like I said, I lived in like a really small area, and right. so like it it was like really like it just got to a point where if once you got sixteen, seventeen, I mean seventeen, eighteen. I don't know, like 19 or something. I don't know. I don't remember. This was like a lifetime ago, it feels like. But uh, you just aged out and there wasn't anywhere to go. Um, and then I played up in Pittsburgh for a little bit, and which is like Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And um, those are like, you got to be you got to be with it. Like, like you got to be yeah. really good to Pittsburgh make it. Pittsburgh is pretty team. serious about their hockey. Yeah. <laughs> or I feel like, I don't know, anymore, I feel like hockey has has become more 
bigger and popular than than ever in uh, the United States as a whole. Not like just on the West Coast or in the the Midwest or um, yeah, like even on on the the California end, they're super into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, like I like I said, like Pittsburgh's an hour away from me, so I've like hockey's always been been pretty prevalent in our area. But yeah, it's it's like a boom now. Like they're doing they're doing so much more like bigger stuff. And like I don't know if how into it you are, but like last week they had a uh, they played up at Lake Tahoe, which is completely outside, like on a lake or so. I don't think it was on a lake, but it was like next to a lake and just, they've been doing some pretty wild stuff and it's, it's really fun to see. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. <clears throat> What's the trick about skating well on ice? <laughs> like when you're when you were trying to learn how to skate on ice for the first time, what's the trick to that? Because anytime I've tried to go ice skating, it's just so hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wish I remembered. Like I don't I started playing hockey like so young. Like five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like four or five. So like I don't remember. I know um I will say I haven't done it in a few years and um I got back out on the ice for the first time in uh November, December, I think, like December. And I could still skate, but I couldn't I couldn't be doing the stuff I used to be. I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's what it's like getting old, right? Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, let's go back to uh the the Thunderbirds uh music venue. I'm I'm curious to know about that. So how did did you was that an opportunity that you created for yourself or was something presented to you and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna run with this? How did uh, no, it was uh definitely like we made it happen. Like um there was like eight of us who like kind of formed a little collective thing and uh we just kind of made it happen and uh we've all been throwing shows for the better half of like 10 years um just around the like local scene like at basements fire halls bars just wherever and uh we just we always would talk about it but um we went to this record store um and right next door to it there was a an old bar for for sale or for rent and i was like dude we're like spending like a thousand bucks for every time we throw a show we might as well just get a place like this place can't be too expensive and it wasn't and obviously that one didn't work out because that's not where we were but that wasn't feeling but um it kind of like got us thinking like yo like let's stop talking about it and do it because and if or because i'm sick of talking about it and if we don't do it let's just stop talking about it basically <laughs> and so we uh we looked for about a half a year and um found a place and once we found a place like during the summer we started throwing like thunderbirds present shows and like a a wrestling ring um about uh about five ten minutes away from where thunderbirds was in the next town over and uh we just would get those and then throw through a couple shows in uh my house and then in uh like a like an old bar that you could just like rent out that wasn't operating and we just like kept on trying to get the name out and then we opened in september of 2018 yeah 2018 so it was what a, a year about a year you had that going it was uh that, it was coming up venue? on yeah it was it was like a year and a half it was we closed in april and the following september would have been two years so yeah like a year and a half 
So what was the biggest thing you learned from when you actually got your own space to do shows at? What was something that you're like, whoa, like, I wasn't <laughs> even thinking about this. Like, um, the dumpsters are really expensive. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably the, um, probably the, the takeaway, the, the takeaway. <laughs> dumpsters are really expensive. Uh, Electric and gas are very expensive. Everything's very expensive, even more expensive than when you're renting an apartment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah, man. Yeah. Cause what, what was, what was the cost of just the dumpster? It was like 200 bucks, like a month. It was, it was definitely way more expensive than I thought. And then the neighbors would always throw their stuff in it and then we get charged for it. And it was just like a, it was a headache, but yeah. it was still a fun time. Just the dumpster. Yeah. Part, wasn't. <laughs> oh hell yeah man it makes me makes me uh you're talking about how you guys used to you know rent out pretty much any space that you could do shows at and i feel like with the current situation we're in i feel like a lot of that is gonna come back more than ever just because there's gonna be more empty spaces than ever and yeah, a, yeah and a lot of your you know, music, music venues you used to play, they're either going to be closed or they're not going to be allowed to be open or whatever. So I feel like more people are just going to be renting these spaces or be more house shows. And, or maybe there's already a bunch right now that I just don't know about. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope not, but I've definitely seen someone like Facebook and Instagram and stuff. And it's just, this is, that's not the move right now, but yeah. I think, um, I think house shows will definitely come back. I think there's going to be a big boom for like, maybe, maybe a half a year if we're lucky, like, the, the scene's going to have a huge boom. And then I think it's just going to go back to normal. I hope you're enjoying my conversation with Gage Voda of Stage Moms so far. So this episode is being brought to you by another awesome punk-related podcast called the All Punked Up Podcast. Uh, if you're looking for a more music-related podcast that covers all of the happenings from around the scene we all know and love, then the All Punked Up Podcast is right up your alley. So each week, the hosts from All Punked Up bring a dose of news from around the scene while digging into hard-hitting topics that most would rather shy away from. Like, I was just listening to their most rec recent episode where they talk about uh, the former member of New found glory who was convicted of indecent exposure and uh, many other serious uh, sex uh, related charges um, I believe if I'm not mistaken it was uh, for sex with minors um, so they they dive into that on their most recent recent episode among many other things they talk about a data remembers new album as well so if you're a lover of pop punk rock and alternative music then this podcast is the one you're going to have to check out after listening to Pop Punk and Pizza. Now, the All Punked Up podcast is now available on all podcast streaming platforms. So listen wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And uh, please show them some love and support on social media as well. You can follow them at All Punked Up. Now, let's get back to Gage from Stage Moms. I hope so. <laughs> or some, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it'll ever go back to normal or how it was just because well, I, meant, I meant going back to normal was in like 
20 people at a show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, let's be realistic here about uh, that. That's what I loved about, was it, yeah, it was in uh, your your latest single, 231, you mentioned how uh, you travel like uh, hundreds or thousands of miles to play to like nobody, right? Yeah. Am, am, I, am I getting that right? Yeah, it was drive a thousand miles to play an empty show. Yeah. Yep. Pretty (laughs) much. It's so funny because that's what I think about all the time when I, when I think back on like the first tour I ever did. And I think, what the hell were you thinking? Like spending all of this money to go a thousand miles and literally, literally you're going to play for two people. Like I can do that on Facebook right now. You know what I mean? Like I can just go on Facebook live and play for two people and it doesn't cost me anything. You know, it's, it's just like, you know, but I'm sure with, with 231, there's, there's a completely different meaning behind that. And, um, obviously we should definitely dive into that because your, um, 231 is from your upcoming EP, Almost Heaven Feels Like Hell, which is dropping Friday, March 12th. Um, So 231 is the latest single and the latest music video from the EP. And I'm assuming after talking about the music venue with you is was 231 the street number or? Yeah, so it was uh, 231 Jefferson Avenue. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So it so the song sounds like it's more than just about the venue though. Yeah. It's like, um, so basically our last EP and this EP, um, go chronological, like chronologically in order, starting with, um, when the, uh, like the last band that I was talking about earlier broke up into the start of the pandemic, like each song goes, uh, chronological and like the way my life was going out and uh 231 is the last song on the um the new ep and so it basically is how i was like feeling or coping with like losing thunderbirds and like we were on tour when i basically lost thunderbirds like we were down in texas and um ever the the world closed basically <laughs> and so we uh we get back we're driving like 25 hours straight and my landlord's blowing me up the whole time like trying to kick us out well first she was trying to extort me for an th- extra thousand dollars and then when i was like nah she was like i'm gonna kick you out <laughs> well what happened there what was the what was, he was the... basically like saying that the uh someone shattered a window and i was like well i'm in texas so it wasn't me um like i don't know what you want and then um i drove like when we drove back um we parked at uh our first show was at thunderbirds on the tour so like there was a free parking place across the street so like we all left our cars there and then like i get back and there was no broken window or anything like she just made it all up to try to get me to like bend mower extra thousand bucks so like i don't know what that was all about but then she basically just kept on being like you gotta pay next month's rent early and that extra thousand and i was just like i'm not doing that and she said she was gonna change all the locks and put all her stuff out on the street if i didn't go get it by the next day so i didn't really have a choice um i could have fought it but like at the time all the courts were closed and everything so i i just didn't really have a choice (laughs) like yeah, that that's rough. It sounds yeah, it sounds like the, it sounds like she just wanted you out. Oh yeah, is, yeah. Is There's... what is what it, what it was all about. 
Yeah, there's rumors that uh, the the building, like the space, is uh, it's definitely under. Um, they're remodeling it, which is crazy because I put like twenty thousand dollars worth of remodeling, like into remodeling it myself. And uh, I guess they they're remodeling it, and I've heard that they're turning it into a venue, which doesn't make sense because I don't know how much like how much more remodeling it would take. But yeah. I heard they're doing an event center, which is like we were Thunderbirds event center. So like mm-hmm. basically the same thing. Um, that's all just rumors now. Like people texting me from that live in Moundsville saying that, but time will only tell. Yeah. It's time to, uh, once the pandemic's over time to rise above and start another one. <laughs> Thunderbirds two. <laughs> Thunderbirds two electric boogaloo. <laughs> I like it. That's got a ring to it. Um, so the the music video for two thirty one, I watched it uh, just before we did uh, this chat, and I'm I'm curious to know where it was shot. I'm I'm, I'm assuming it was in Moundsville or or in one of your hometown areas. I was just really fascinated by the like the scenery um like because because some of the shots are showing some of these like abandoned buildings and then there's another building that almost looks like something you wouldn't expect to see in the united states but it's there it just was just very really strange to me i was just very fascinated to know more about it yeah that was moundsville um most of the shots are on Jefferson street, which is like their main street, which is where Thunderbirds was. Uh, the building I think you're referring to is the Moundsville penitentiary. Okay. And, um, I'm not sure if that is or not, but I think, <laughs> I you're probably right. I'm thinking it probably was a penitentiary, but it just, I don't know. There was something about it. It looked obviously it was very old, but yeah, I don't know. It closed down years ago. It was, uh, they closed it down because, um, it was basically like the most uh, cruel and uh, most deadly prison in the country. Like the guards were, I don't like pretty messed up, I guess. Um, and they're like um, right across the street from it is a really tall mound, which is like why the town's called uh, Moundsville. It's just like a big native American mound in like, uh, have you, are you into like uh, Stephen King? Um, I I'm not like a I I've liked some of his movies. <laughs> okay. but I've never his read any newest, of his books. Okay, his newest uh his newest show, I think it's on like Netflix or Hulu. It's called Castle Rock and it was shot at the Moundsville Penitentiary. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to have to yeah. watch that now. Yeah, it's pretty sick. <laughs> that's really cool. Oh, of course you started talking about how the uh penitentiary was um kind of corrupt and everything of course it makes me think of shawshank redemption which if i'm not mistaken that's a stephen king book isn't it yeah um shawshank (laughs) was partially shot in uh in the moundsville penitentiary and in the uh in the mansfield uh where the mansfield penitentiary where they do incarceration fest that's where most of it was shot but like in Castle Rock, it's about Shawshank. Like the prison's called Shawshank. In, uh, oh, okay. I didn't realize Venezuela. that was connected. I they never really say it is because the Castle Rock's like a ghost thing. It's really okay. weird. I, I don't get it. I watched it. It was a cool show. I don't understand how it's related to Shawshank Redemption at all. Hmm. Interesting. I have to get to the bottom of that because <laughs> uh, now I'm curious. I I might uh, I might end up getting into that tonight. You said it's on Netflix, right? 
It's either Netflix or Hulu. Um, okay. I think Hulu, if I'm being honest, but I don't remember. Okay. I've got my girlfriend's password. I might have to, <laughs> might have to use that and, yeah. uh, and watch it. You know, she's probably even watched it herself. She loves Stephen King. So, um, <laughs> so w- any other like cool movies have been shot there? What other stories are there about the Moundsville Penitentiary or just about the, the area? It just sounds really cool. So, um, not movies, um, or anything, uh, the ghost hunter, like taps or whatever, whatever Mm -hmm. that show is called. They've been there. It's like one of the supposed to be one of the most haunted places in our prisons in the country or whatever. When they've had a bunch of like, um, paranormal shows go in there and like, you can do like, uh, you can do like stay there overnight and stuff. Yeah. Do have, have you been in there yourself? Yeah, I've been in there probably like four times, three times. Okay. Uh, like breaking and entering or like, <laughs> um, no, uh, one, uh, they do like a haunted, um, like house thing when, uh-huh. like when I was high school, I went there a few times and then I, um, I went in there once, uh, when I, I was shooting a band's, uh, promo pictures and I, uh, I kind of got in there and <laughs> I plead the fifth, allegedly. <laughs> That's what it always is. Like, those are always the hot spots for band photos, you know? Yeah. There was a, um, not a penitentiary, but in my hometown, there was a an old uh, mental state hospital. And there used to be a lot of old, vacant buildings that people would break into and you know and in fact i took band pictures in there a few times <laughs> myself like i'm just as guilty but it was so funny like there was a lot of bands in the area you would see you would look at their new pictures and you'd see oh you took your pictures <laughs> there too you know and i'm sure that's how it was for the penitentiary well the penitentiary is not abandoned or anything it's still active um historical site or whatever like they oh, have like, i didn't even think about that stuff there. yeah the um I almost uh, threw a festival, like a DIY fest there once. Cause they have a whole, like in the back of it, like in the prison yard, they have this whole like wedding reception area. And it's like so nice. It's crazy how nice it is. It's huge and like super nice. And it's just like hey, in the honey, back of this prison. <laughs> hey honey, you want to get married at the state penitentiary? Oh, <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. It's yeah. so romantic. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I'm sure people do it though. I mean, there's, oh, was, there's, there's book yeah. solid. I couldn't, I couldn't throw my show there because it was so, it was so booked up. And I bet people come from miles too, not just from the area, but I bet they come from miles because they probably find it online and they're like, "I can have my wedding reception here." <laughs> like, this is badass. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's that. And then um, up on the like up on the hill at the like, it's not really Moundsville, but like up above it is the uh, Palace of Gold, which is a Hare Krishna temple. And like people come from all over the world for that, too. Wow, that's really cool. So there's there's a lot. It sounds like happening in Moundsville. It's funny because there's not at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a bunch of opioids. (laughs) Is, is so is opioids bad in, in your neck of the woods as well? I know by yeah. me they are. 
Yeah. So, or maybe um, that's a more of a nationwide thing anymore. Yeah, it's definitely a nationwide thing. Um, West Virginia has the highest opioid overdose rate, but Moundsville's like not the worst by any means in West Virginia, but it's it's pretty bad. Like um there's always like needles and stuff on the on the ground and stuff, but yeah. That's that's wild. That's crazy. So well, I hope uh, you never encounter that yourself. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to try not to. <laughs> um, so getting back to Almost Heaven Feels Like Hell, uh, your brand new EP, the the title of it, isn't that, I, I, I was trying to think of, it sounds like lyrics from what an All-American Rejects song or something. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? about? Like Gives You Hell? I don't know if if I'm not thinking of gives you hell. I'm thinking of something else. Else, uh, maybe mm-hmm. it isn't all American rejects. I just thought of this. Hurt or maybe, I'm, yeah, hurts. I'm gonna Google this right now because I got to figure it out. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> hurts. This like is where we get canceled <laughs> for ripping <laughs> off a band that we didn't even know about. <laughs> maybe it's. Maybe it's hurt. Feel there's there's a song, or there's some there's some lyrics in a really well known song that's it's it's similar. Hmm. Fe- maybe it feels like feels like hell. I Google it, nothing comes up. So we're in the clear. <laughs> I wasn't trying to like Google it just to like you know be like, hey, you can't do this anymore. But for some reason. It just, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to, it, it doesn't matter. Like I've, I've, it's a popular, it's a popular, uh, it's a common phrase anyway, you know, it's not, and it's just the title of your EP. It's not like you're taking the words exactly and you're taking the melody of another song and you're putting them together and claiming them as yours and making thousands of dollars off of it or anything like that. But there, there's a song in there and it, I'm going to figure it out and it's probably going to happen after the time we're done recording. Are you sure you're not talking about the like almost heaven part? (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> that's definitely a song that's like the like almost heaven west virginia mountain yeah, no. <laughs> like that's where no, we, not... that's where it came from because west virginia is almost heaven so right yeah and in, in your opinion is west virginia really almost heaven i plead the fifth <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to have the mob of everyone in west virginia coming i don't after want the you. hatfield and mccoy's coming after me <laughs> <laughs> i mean to me i mean to everyone else that doesn't live in west virginia it seems like they get a bad rap but is it really that bad i guess no, it's it's really not bad i mean Obviously, like I said, I live in Ohio, but I live like right on the border. Um, being a business owner in West Virginia, you got to deal with a lot more of the the bullshit than like a normal, like everyday citizen in there. So, like, obviously, I've never like I've I've dealt with the like the people in charge of the city and stuff, and like everyone's nice. I mean, there are some incredibly sketchy people, but like there's incredibly sketchy people anywhere. Um, 
That's true, man. <laughs> it's not that bad. I mean, I love I love Moundsville. Like, I- I'd never say a bad thing about Moundsville or even Wheeling. Like, it's definitely like not bad. It's just not good. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you, man. It's one thing I discovered from, and I'm sure you discovered the same thing when you were on the road, where you go through uh, certain towns or small cities that are hundreds or a thousand miles away from where you're at and you're like huh this is exactly like my hometown (laughs) yeah you know like yeah you know whether it's wow they got a lot of empty buildings just like where i live and or whatever it is you're just like yeah this is very similar it you know so i feel like it's just kind of like every state every area has has those parts in it it's not you know, directed to one spot or another. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like any like rundown small town, they all look the same. Yeah. And like Moundsville's not even like that ran down or anything. I mean, um the video, I mean the video does a pretty well or a pretty good job of like captioning or capturing God, I can't talk my bad. Capturing <laughs> like what Moundsville looks like, but it does it doesn't capture all the cool stuff there like there's a lot of great businesses and stuff like that mm-hmm. i will say moundsville is definitely on the upswing like it's becoming even since like we started looking at the building and before we moved in the um the business community there is it's just great they're so supportive of each other and it became like a whole like big family mm-hmm. and i think i think in a few years moundsville is going to be like a one of those like bougie towns that are really small but really sick yeah yeah definitely well that's good to hear i'm good i'm glad to hear that i'll i have to go i want to i want to see the penitentiary now yeah i'm all, i'm thinking about that i'm gonna i'll have to look up some of those uh ghost hunting shows too on top yeah. of the uh the castle rock and and check that out um but more importantly everyone should check out uh, stage mom's <laughs> brand new EP uh, that is dropping on the 12th, March 12th, almost heaven feels like hell. Um, this, I, I got a chance to listen to the EP before it was released. And I really love the raw um, kind of, I don't know if off the cuff is the right word, but I just like how uh, the production isn't overdone and you can just, you can feel like it, it, like you feel like you're at a show, you know, <laughs> like you're getting that live experience. And I was, it's, it's something I don't hear a, a lot of the, the, um, the songs that I hear that get submitted to me are, are very fine tuned, which is fine, but it's, it's cool to hear something that has that raw feel to it as well. And that's what I really liked about it. Well, thank you. Yeah. That was definitely like, that's kind of like that's kind of the energy we really wanted to bring for it so <laughs> that definitely yeah. makes me happy that you you picked up on it uh Nick and Ace did an amazing job recording it and uh they're just the best dudes but uh yeah I think um they definitely like saw the vision we were trying to do and would be like really got us like got us there I think they did a fantastic job with that so, so the, I'm, I'm assuming the vision was to go with that raw sound, uh, for the EP and to, in order to capture that, 
was it a matter of like actually playing the song live in the studio together as well or did you still do everything individually separate you still did everything separate okay yeah we basically like the day one like pre-production we just like went in and like with an acoustic guitar and basically just played it and I just yelled and be like, this is how we want it to be. And like, yeah. if you have any ideas and basically like put his ideas in and uh, really helped like the, uh, the synth part on uh sophomore slump uh, ACE did that. He wrote it and did it all. But yeah, that was pretty much like, um, we really wanted to go for like a raw, we wanted to go with like a, a really raw sound, but we wanted to make it really full. And I, I think, I think they did a good job doing that. Yeah, definitely, man. Like I said, you could have fooled me. It like it sounds <laughs> like you're playing all together, which is awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So you you accomplished something amazing there. So, uh, anything else about Stage Moms or Almost Heaven? Feels like hell. I mean, um, anything about the band that you want to end with? Okay, so. Uh... Yeah, follow us on Spotify, or Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that fun stuff. Uh, the EP drops uh, on the 12th. Um, it starts off with a song called Phone's Dead, which is like a more pop, pop punk, poppy, pop punk sound. <laughs> I'm doing a great job of selling this. Can't even talk. <laughs> but no, it starts it's off cool, like... man. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> the EP starts off more poppy and then it progressively gets heavier and it ends with uh, 231. But um, yeah, the, these songs are, they really mean a lot to us. We, um, we started writing um, the EP right the day before we left for our March tour and then we got our March tour cut cut off and we basically just spent this whole um pandemic trying to make the best songs we could and I'm really excited to show you guys them. Awesome. Yeah, I'm uh I think you knocked this one out of the park, man. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, Gage, it was uh it was great meeting you. Uh thank you so much for being on the show today. And I'm uh I'm looking forward to uh to hearing more after um almost heaven feels like hell more of that raw sound well thank you hopefully yeah hopefully very soon definitely man all right well you have a a good rest of your day yeah you too thanks for having me on all right thanks gage (laughs) i'll see you bye Thank you once again to to Gage Voda. I hope I'm pronouncing your last name right, uh, Gage. To uh, Gage Voda of Stage Moms. It was an absolute blast. Moundsville, West Virginia. It sounds like a place I want to go check out, especially the uh, the old state prison or, or penitentiary, whatever you want to call it. That sounds super cool. Uh, now, most importantly, Almost Heaven feels like hell. Stage Mom's second EP is dropping tomorrow. So if you're listening to this just the day before, go pre-save that sucker right now, wherever it is that you stream your music. I'm not sure if it's going to be available on Bandcamp or not. I did not ask him that, and I should have. But regardless, uh, 
please support Stage Moms on social media. Give them a follow. You'll find them at Stage Moms uh, WV on social media. And, uh, of course, this episode of Pop Punk and Pizza has been sponsored by the All Punked Up podcast. Each week, the hosts from All Punked Up, they bring you a dose of news from around the scene while digging into hard-hitting topics that most would rather shy away from. So if you're a lover of pop punk rock and the alternative music scene, which I know you are because you're listening to this podcast, then the All Punked Up podcast is definitely one you're going to have to check out. So the All Punked Up podcast is now available on all podcast streaming platforms. So listen wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And you can also go to allpunkedup.com and follow them on social media at All Punked Up. And thank you to Tyler Winters, the founder of of All Punked Up for reaching out to me and and sponsoring an episode today. I'm Jacques L'Amour. That wraps up this episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. Thank you so much for being here and for all of your love and support. It truly means the world to me, and I'll never forget that. Uh, Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and leave us a positive rating and review if you can. It really does go a long way, especially if you do it on Apple Podcasts. You can also catch up on previous episodes at poppunkpizzapod.com. You can also buy merch there. And if you do, make sure you use that promo code POPPUNK. You can subscribe to our mailing list. You can submit your band's music. Uh, Find out how you could sponsor an episode of the podcast as well. All that at poppunkpizzapod.com. And if you want to keep in touch on social, that would be great too. Uh, We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at pop punk pizza pod now coming your way uh, our next episode is going to be tuesday uh, march 16th and we'll be talking to um, the brothers of alone i walk which is a duo out of canada uh, they just released a really great uh, cover of uh, all american rejects move along and so uh, we we talk about that but we talk about many other things as well so um, really looking forward to sharing that one with you so that'll be coming your way this Tuesday March 16th I'll talk to you then and in the meantime have a great weekend and uh, be safe hey hello it's nice to meet you hey come in and have a slice of pizza hey hello it's nice to meet you hey come in and have a slice of pizza